And welcome to another edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay. This is episode number 18. And remember, you can watch previous episodes and future episodes at Peoria Life's web portal, Facebook, Peoria Life on YouTube, and we're also on the uh, i3 broadband system, channel 17 on Peoria TV. I'm Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL. My guest today has been a mainstay in Peoria Radio for 33 years, spending, I think, all of his time on Morning Drive on 1470 WMBD Radio. The latest incarnation of that is The Greg and Dan Show. And he's also been a host of Bradley Basketball Broadcasts for, I think, just about as long. Please welcome to Airplay. Dan DiOrio, welcome. You know, I really don't like being on TV. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah. <laughs> Face for radio. Two radio, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I, I, having listened to you for so very long, have heard your references to Uncle Guido and your big Italian family. Do you really come from a big Italian family? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, Where, uh, whereabouts did you grow up? Well, my uh, grandfather came over on the boat. Okay. So he's an original WAP without papers. Okay. Went through Ellis Island, just like Don Corleone. Wow. I'll uh, be nice to you today. Uh, yeah. So, but then they moved to Chicago on Taylor Street. That's where all the Italians live. Uh-huh. And they're all cousins and people from the old country mm-hmm. and my grandma used to say I used to have eight kids at my kitchen table none of them were mine because <laughs> they'd run the neighborhoods yeah. and then he eventually moved out to Bensonville and mm-hmm. that's where we uh, grew up in fact we grew up next to my grandma and grandpa really mm-hmm. you don't see that too much and he had a sewer and water construction company and there was a trailer in a field and then the back area was where all the stuff was so they ran it out of the home for years <laughs> And by all the stuff, you mean the sewer business? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But all the piping, all the equipment was all in the back. Uh, Interesting. Mm -hmm. So you're a Saluki, right? You went to SIU? On the um, accelerated seven-year program. (laughs) And got your love for a Missouri Valley Conference basketball. Yeah, I went to Wesleyan on a theater scholarship. Really? I didn't know that. Partial theater scholarship. Uh, I wasn't a great singer, and it wasn't my bag, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, I wound up uh, working at a radio station and fell in love with radio and transferred down to SIU. Now, that particular era at SIU when you were there really launched a lot of people that we know in Illinois broadcasting. I think of uh, Joe Crane. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was uh, kind of part of your Boy. era down there? Well, John of, Riley. John Riley mm-hmm. was working. It came a little after me. He was working at WCIL. I worked at WMBD. It was a cable news station, mm-hmm. although popular among kids because it went through all the dorms in the campus. But literally, uh, I had a, uh, one of my favorite uh, professors of all times was Charlie Warner. Who I've came, heard that name. WMEQ's going to make me rich, yep. KFOG. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie said several things. He goes, um, first of all in life, be somebody. I don't care if you're an ass, be a great ass. <laughs> Just so people remember you. Because uh-huh. he goes, this, this thing is about personalities, sure. and, and, and so be somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, he said, there are a lot of people who are going to want to work on your faults. Mm. You need to improve this. He goes, find the one thing you do well and don't do anything else. Interesting. Yeah, because he says people who work on their faults are mediocre. The people who go to the top find that one thing, and they just grind through it 24 hours a day. 
I love that advice. That's yeah. great. And then he said, you know, you're getting a good education in radio. And radio is run by a lot of people who think they know radio, and you'll come out knowing 90% more than your owners, <laughs> especially, especially in the small markets. So, and your professors. <laughs> yeah. And so he was, a, he, was, he was a really big influence down there. And he also said, yeah, go to class, but he goes, it's your tape. I don't care if you're a C student, so live at the radio station, and that's what we did. Mm. We did everything. Yeah. So where did radio take you before you got to Peoria? I know you were in Colorado a little bit, Here's right? what happened. So I get a call from Big Scott Wheeler. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Big black guy who uh, ran kind of, we had a, a, a black part uh, on the weekends. Okay, format. We, we, yeah. we turned it over to the black formats, and mm -hmm. I got to know all those people. So he moved up to Decatur. So I was the only white guy in an all-black cable station in Decatur. Doing sports. Okay. And a little news. And so, but they were a great group of people. But from there, I'm like, you're not making much, you know. Mm -hmm. So my brother was up in Chicago, knew I was trying to get around and, and back up there, uh, was hitting on a girl at a party who happened to be, uh, her boss happened to be a guy by the name of David McCalley. <laughs> so Dave was like, yeah, I'll try him out. So on weekends I would go and I do, uh, they do high school football and basketball. So I do the pregame and postgame all day long. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and from there, I do that on Friday and Saturday. From there, I got a call from my friend Steve, who was from Carbondale out in Colorado. He goes, hey, we need someone. Come out here. So I just went out there. Was there about four years um, doing radio and working at restaurants for, you know, extra. And I'm like, ah, I kind of want to get back, you know, because you get stuck. Uh, when you're up in the mountains in the resort areas, and we went from town to town, uh, you either are, you have a lot of money or you're serving people with a lot of money. Okay. So the wages are low. Uh -huh. So I uh, called back to WGN. I knew some people there. They said, yeah, maybe in a year or an intern, something might open up. Called my buddy in Rockford, who's the head sales guy at ROK up there. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, maybe with six months, we're looking to make some moves. So then I called Aurora and just to, to talk to David, say, hey, what do you got going? And they go, well, he's down in Peoria now. I go, yeah. So I call him up. He goes, hey, our sports guy quit last night. Get down here. So I got down here. We went to lose, got the job. <laughs> wow, in 24 hours. Yeah. He goes, get down here tomorrow morning. I called him in the afternoon. I came down. He took me to lose, and I got the job. And that is the lesson on right place. Right time. Yeah. And yeah. I've never once filled out a resume or had an interview. My interview was at loose. Everyone else <laughs> like, hey, come work for us. I'm like, okay. That's fantastic. So that was 33 years 33 ago. 33 years ago. And uh, am I correct that uh, basically when you started doing the morning show, you also started your involvement with Bradley basketball? Right. Part of my, I was mainly hired to do sports in the morning mm -hmm. with John Williams. Right. And to do the hour-long Bradley pregame. Mm -hmm. And at that time, it was taking me 20, 25 hours a week plus my morning show. Well, mm -hmm. I've gotten Bradley honed down to about 10 hours per game. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten that under control over all these years. And then I just grew with being out with John. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the Bradley uh, uh, Braves Plus program, do you have any uh, – gosh, you've seen, you've seen changes in morning show hosts, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But what about Bradley coaches? Oh, I mean, what about well, as you look back on thirty-three years? Is there anything that stands out? 
Uh, well, Dick Versace had just gotten fired. Okay. So over, that's... over really, if you look back, a minor scandal. Mm -hmm. It's like they pick on the mid-majors. Mm -hmm. um, then Albeck came in and Mo McCone and that whole crew. Mm -hmm. That was like being around with the mafia in a way. Cause they <laughs> Chicago had, people, no, they had pro guys. Stories after yeah. stories and the stories they told you what they've done in the past uh, and all that. It's like it was crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Albeck really wanted to do recruiting. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Mm -hmm. But he had Hersey Hawkins and they had a good year and mm -hmm. ran the, the pro set, whatever the double uh, post move. So you went from him, then he got fired. Then Jim Molinari came in. And, you know, you got all these guys, James Hamilton and stuff, wearing the hats and the earrings. And Mo's like, oh, I don't like hats and earrings. And they're all like, you know, so some of those guys left. But uh -huh. Mo was a great coach. Mm -hmm. In fact, record-wise, was our best coach to date. Last time he won a regular season title was under Mo. We mm -hmm. won a tournament title. Now, uh, Brian Wardle won one. Mm -hmm. um, but his record, and, and we were always at the top for the most part, two, three, or four, mm -hmm. And then he got fired because he had a couple down years, five or six. We may have played in one playing game. But I don't think he did. And uh, people didn't like his style. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he, I saw him once at the gas station. I probably stayed too long, you know, because it was like <laughs> 10 years. It's yeah. long for a coach. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he was gone. Then, then Les came in. Mm -hmm. And then Gino came in. And now I'm working with Brian Wardle. Mm -hmm. so. But I remember one we did get to. Now, under Jim Le uh, Les, interestingly, we never finished higher than fourth. In the conference mm -hmm. but we had that one run where they made it to the sweet 16 and i remember we didn't even organize it we decided to show up at byerly there was ten thousand people there i remember that remember that yeah yeah that was crazy yeah so when people think well it's bradley basketball a good investment for the radio station if ryan wardle keeps winning we're going to be back to nine ten thousand mm -hmm. so we're talking with Dan DiOrio, morning show co-host on 1470 WMBD Radio on Airplay today. Speaking of co-hosting, I'm going to throw out some names for you. Mm -hmm. First thing that comes to mind, where you started with John Williams, who is right. now at WGN in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, John was great at, uh, yeah, of course, a great host, great talent, but he was very good at writing stuff for me because I used to be a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. And so he wrote Commander Dan, Church in the Box. I mean, we had all these little bits uh -huh. that we did that uh -huh. John was really good at writing them mm -hmm. during the show. Really? Yeah, during the commercials. or We used to play music at that time. So he would feed you stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Gene Conrad. Gene Conrad, longtime pro. Mm -hmm. um, Gene and I worked together for a long time. He was a con We just had him on. Ed Hammond retired. We right. just had Gene Conrad back on. So uh -huh. the brought back uh, great memories. Uh-huh. Gary Olson. Gary Olson, the fiery Gary Olson. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was fun to work with. He was another one that was always coming up stuff during the show and just mm -hmm. wanted to do spontaneous. But he liked getting, making people feel uncomfortable sometimes and uh, phone calls and that. He liked to push it. Uh, yeah, yeah kind of Letterman-esque. Yes. Yeah. And then there was a period of time, and I'm not sure which came first, where you worked with Dave Snell in the morning or Doc Watson? Uh, Doc Watson for a bit, and then okay. Dave Snell. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure how long the Doc Watson experiment that was about lasted. two, three years, I was think. Was it really? Yeah, Doc yeah. and I got along well. Yeah. 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 Had him on airplay. He's a good mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Dave, who right. you work with in Braves Plus and Bradley Basketball, mm -hmm. I always got the sense that uh, Dave never got enough sleep for right. the morning show. Oh, he admitted it. He was sleeping. <laughs> he was sleeping. Then he had a long day, but, you know, besides that. So. Yeah, what, speaking of which, what is your 
secret to the sleep schedule? I mean, are you a napper? Do you? I do nap, yeah. but it's it's. Uh, when every morning radio person says this, even back to John Williams, John said, when you get up in the morning, the first thing you think about is when you can get back in bed. <laughs> it's, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I think I can sneak in a couple hours there. But I'm very selfish with my sleep. Mm. I tell my kids, if you want homework done, get it done before 8, because yeah. that's it, I'm done. Yeah. No, but I'm very protective, and it's got to be in a routine, and you have to do it every day at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And finally, Greg Batten. Funny thing is, so uh, I had, had done the show for a while by myself, mm -hmm. and uh, my boss, Mike Wild, goes, you probably need, you know, you're good playing off people. You need someone that go, I don't know, I really don't know anybody. I go, he's up in Chicago, Greg would be great, but uh, they called him, came back, mm -hmm. and then we flow as well, sometimes better than John and I, because mm. Greg and I just, now we finish these other sentences, Spent a long time going, hey, you know the guy who played in this? He goes, you mean that guy? I go, that guy. Yeah, that guy. And then he goes, and, and, you know, so we, we can just, we have our own communication. Chemistry is, I think that's 90% of the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you cannot be um, maybe the most well-read person or the wittiest person in the world, but if you have that chemistry with the other person, that is the thing people can see and feel. And it's like tennis. It's just when I hit the ball over, I know Greg's going to hit it back. And when he hits it here, he knows what I'm going to do. So, or it's like well, just like two dogs who know each other who get out and run. Mm -hmm. And if you have anyone else, it's like, it's so hard to go back and explain, Greg and I, 14 right. years, all the 14 years of things that we just take for granted. Mm -hmm. It'd be hard to do that. Well, and radio is one of those things that is, uh, it, you have to be efficient. I mean, if you're on a music station, the song's going to end. Mm -hmm. Or if you're on a talk station like you are, you've got uh, multiple topics you're going to get to. And that efficiency of knowing how each other thinks saves time. Mm. And oh, yeah. and lets the flow of the of the show really happen. And, and when you work with, and we have got a great consultant who says, you know, a consultant who says, get to four or five topics in an eight minute mm -hmm. period. Well, you got to know the transition, and yeah. you got to have it flow. Yeah. And when you know somebody, you know how to transition through the stories. Right. We don't plan anything though, really. As far as we both come in prepped here and here, and Greg does put out a run out sheet, but he goes, don't look at it. Because he likes to throw things out. He thinks I'm going to react this way, but mm -hmm. he doesn't know. But we oftentimes don't tell each other what we're going to say. I go, go with me in this. Go with me in this. Because we can trust what the reaction mm -hmm. will be. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, you and I don't work at the same time of day anymore. But I remember when I would see you in the hallway when I was doing mornings, you always had a book in your hand. Mm -hmm. I, I have never seen anyone walk the hallways of work while reading you are one of the most well-read people and i assume you still are mm, yeah. people i have ever met do you um do you still read a oh, ton yeah i still read now i've gotten used to because i like hard newspapers uh -huh. so i've gotten used to finding the sites good sites on on the internet that i can go to that i trust but i still try to fit in three four books a month wow yeah, yeah. yeah. What what have you read lately that jumps uh, out at you? Oh, I love all Bob Woodward stuff. Yeah. Uh, General Hayden just wrote a book. He was the former NSA and CIA director uh, called The Assault on Intelligence. Mm -hmm. Not favorable to Trump, but wasn't very favorable to Obama either in mm -hmm. retrospect. But the insight he has is amazing about what's going on. Mm. Especially, and this whole, this whole thing that we've had, the recent shootings, uh, at the end of his book, 
uh, he talked about Russian influence in our media. Mm -hmm. And if you take a, a thing like that, was it 8chan, whatever that is, right. and that starts to get some things, mm -hmm. they just go in and they blow it up and just get each side fighting against each other. Mm -hmm. It's that influence. And he did a whole chapter on that that was really mm -hmm. fascinating. That's what amazes me about you, Danny, that you are so well-versed in your natural world of sports, and that's the whole reason you ended up down here. But you are equally as conversant on politics or uh, world relations. And uh, is that a balance you enjoy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and what I really like looking out, because a lot of people who are, are, are very critical of, of President Trump thinks, oh, your favorite Trump. I go, no, but I understand what the Trump people, because I talked to them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, to the Trump people, I go, but here's this side. So mm -hmm. I always am trying to get the big view to get all sides in. Mm -hmm. And reading books gives you the background to do that. Mm -hmm. What internet sites do you enjoy? That I you like Axios. Axios, okay. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a new one that's mm -hmm. out. It was someone from the political and someone from Breitbart. Mm -hmm. It's a nice mix. That's a very good one. Mm -hmm. I go to all the major ones, CNN, CNBC, mm -hmm. Fox, mm -hmm. uh, MSNBC. I like to see how they take the story and which mm -hmm. way they're going to go. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of compare them. Uh, and then political, I'll go to the Daily Beast. Uh, there's just a lot of different websites. So mm -hmm. I go uh, what, what are considered progressive sites to more conservative sites. Where do you think we're going on this, I can think of, and I'm sure there has been, but this seems like such a divisive time. Mm -hmm. It's got to morph to something. Where do you, where do you, well, where's this going to end up? What's very interesting is the divisions have been here for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Junius Rodriguez ran against Darren LaHood. He's a professor at Eureka. Mm -hmm. He's written some great books. He's a really interesting guy because he's, he's kind of a middle Democrat. And I asked him, I go, when did off air. I said, when did this division start? This div And he goes, I just had a meeting with a bunch of professors from across the country, and that came up. A lot of them point back to when Supreme Court Justice Robert Bork was mm. rejected. Mm. And that started a small fracture, and then through the Clinton years, through mm -hmm. that impeachment, mm -hmm. that really got resentment to both sides. Mm -hmm. And then it's just continued. And I think people now think, wow, it's so divisive. I go, do you remember eight years of Obama <laughs> when people were calling him yeah. all sorts of names? Mm -hmm. And they're like, and, and a group of Republicans says, I don't care what he does, if it's good, we're not letting him get any victories. Mm -hmm. I go, this has been building for some time. Mm. So will it explode or calm down or what? Um, it all depends who's president. We do need a president who's kind of the opposite, who is just going to try to bring both sides together. Mm. But I don't know how you do that. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a couple of guys uh, uh, who are now in Tazewell County uh, and one at Bradley. They were interns to Bob Michael. Mm -hmm. So they show up and Bob's like, hey, come on in, come on in. He goes, you hungry? And they go, yeah. It's like 8 o'clock at night. He goes, hey, Tip, Tip O'Neill, what are you doing for dinner? So they go to dinner. Here's the minority leader and the majority leader sitting there smoking cigars, having steak, uh, drinking whiskey, and they're like, okay, what do you guys got? What do you guys got? I can't do it. And they did all of it there together at the table. And when I got, well, a lot of these bills got the Congress, done. done. And we've, we're, it's the politicians, too, who have lost that. Mm -hmm. So uh, away from the serious note, what do you do when you're not doing radio and not sleeping and reading? What's left? Well, uh, <laughs> with kids. Well, that's true. You have four boys, right? Yeah, three are still at home. One's going to college. So a lot of that is cooking dinner, mm -hmm. getting them ready for the next day. One's in baseball, practice a lot of baseball, housework, trying to do the outside. That mm -hmm. takes up everything else. Yeah. 
And then I always have like the TV on in the background so I can just hear what's going on. Yeah. So 33 years, what's the most memorable thing, do you think, that just leaps Boy. out of you? That was a great radio moment or a great thing to be a part of. And maybe there's more than one, but... Um, one of them had to be Bradley coming back from the Sweet 16. Mm. That was huge. Yeah. Being there with that whole crowd that's spontaneous, a lot of more listeners mm -hmm. who showed up. Um, but the other one was those five or six years of the Cat UAW fights. Ah. We talked about that every year, or every day, it seemed like, ad nauseum, but mm -hmm. phones were lit up before we got in there. Mm. And, and it was so divisive. I mean, you think divisiveness, that was a horrible period. Mm -hmm. uh, family separated. And we got called in by Gene Robinson, our boss. Mm -hmm. And he goes, guys, uh, and you rarely get called into the, uh, Gene's office. Right. And you're like, this is going to be serious. And he says, uh, we got a call from uh, Cat Company, and, and they think you're too pro-union. I'm like, oh. And then we got a call from the union that says you're too pro-company. So whatever you're doing... <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Dan DiOrio, my guest today on Airplay. Uh, of course, uh, a longtime co-host and uh, of Bradley Basketball and the morning show on 1470 WMBD. And just a true Peoria broadcast veteran. And we are lucky and fortunate to have him here in Peoria. This has been Airplay, which you can see on Peoria Life's web portal, Facebook, YouTube, Peoria TV Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. I'm Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL. Thanks for watching Airplay. We'll see you next time. PeoriaLife.com.